As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Wellbeing Radio, conversations for positive change. Hi and welcome to Living Heart Wisdom with me, Carla Jo Garrity. This show is really a place for you to come and settle in and where I like to share ideas, reflections and ways of being that you can really begin to cultivate your potential. And when I say that, what I mean is, is that you can begin to realise who you already are rather than trying to gain anything or fix or improve. It's really about revealing your potential. It's about relaxing back into who you are rather than adding something new. And there are many ways that we can do that. I specifically share this within the context of mindfulness and compassion trainings, as I'm a mindfulness teacher. And for me, there's just this kind of real deep relief in that, because I feel like in society these days, there's so much focus on achieving goals and achieving our highest potential and trying to be this person who we have in our ideas that we should be and that can just get exhausting. What if we are already enough and yet it's just maybe our conditionings and ways of seeing and our beliefs, our environment, that has made us feel like that we're not enough when we are. And this is a real journey to mindfulness practice is a practice and it's something that we do, we can do every day to really to begin to see clearly our innate wisdom and to begin to break free of unhelpful patternings. And so this week, I was reflecting on what I would like to share with you and I kind of found myself thinking about our relationship to our thoughts and how much power our thoughts have over us in terms of our behaviour and shaping who we are. I think one of the biggest moments for me in my journey of 13 years of meditation and practice is just this relief that actually I don't have to identify with my thoughts. They're just mental constructs. They are by no means 
the entirety of what I am and quite often they are very unhelpful and, I, and just this real freedom in thinking, oh, I don't have to believe them. I'm beginning to sense into, well, if I'm not my thoughts, then who am I? And this is one of my favourite questions. You know, when we begin to see that we are kind of like this consciousness, this space in which thoughts arise, there's a real shift there. There's a real oh, freedom that comes when we begin to see our true nature. I often think that life is kind of this balance between learning to be with and work skillfully with the nature of our biology in terms of fear or you know these big emotions fear anger sadness which are all part of who we are and our mindfulness can practice can really help us to skillfully work with those and when we are able to do that then we begin to relax back and notice that there's this place of being in which all of this arises which is truly truly freeing and when we can begin to recognize that vastness our true nature we don't feel so stuck anymore we begin to notice like oh, okay the, we're having these sorts of thoughts or here I go in this deep feeling of anger or I'm experiencing sadness and we know that this will, this will change, this will pass, and we have the capacity to hold it all and relax back and watch the wildness and mystery of this life that we are in. So with mindfulness practice, what we first begin to do is we just begin to acknowledge that we are having these feelings and thoughts. Because of course we need to be able to see clearly and have an acceptance of what's arising before we can begin to sort of drop that identity with them. And so that's where we start. You know, as you move through your day, you can begin to pause maybe when you notice yourself getting caught in unhelpful thought patterns and really begin to understand the nature of them. You know, how are these thoughts affecting my body right now? Or what other thoughts and memories are they triggering? And that's just the beginning. And of course, we always do our mindfulness practice with a deep sense of kindness and compassion. So really meeting what's arising with this real sense of care that's so, so important. And the more that we practice that, the more we just begin to feel less stuck in these unhelpful thought patterns we begin to see their nature, that they sort of arise out of emptiness and return to emptiness. And we can have fun with it too. We can, you know, see the wildness of the nature of the mind. We can say, you know, oh, hi, judging mind, or hi, planning. And um, I love how Jack Hornfield often says, you know, you can call your thoughts your top 10 hits and you can just write down, you know, what are the ones that really seem to come back again and again and really notice that a sort of part of your makeup. Begin to build a relationship with them. Get to know how they arise and how they affect you and 
what their nature is and just doing that in itself is really freeing because we're stepping back we're not so caught in our thoughts we're not seeing the world from our thoughts but we're looking at them okay so i'm going to pause here now and play some music for you this i chose because i really liked the title and it turned out a really beautiful piece of music too it's called by the shimmering lake by many moons ago You're listening to Wellbeing Radio, conversations for positive change. And you can find us on www.wellbeingradio.com. We also have an amazing app too, so you can listen to us on the go. 
Before the break, I was chatting about the relationship we have with our thoughts and how we can begin to slowly unpack them and disidentify from our thoughts and begin to sense the vastness and our our true nature that is always there, sort of in which the thoughts arise in. And first of all, I suggested that we just initially become aware of the thoughts and really get to know their nature. And then what we can do is we can drop beneath the thoughts and explore often the emotion that might be there. And again, going really, really gentle, being really kind to yourself as you practice this. And you can ask yourself, you know, when you maybe name the emotion that you notice beneath thoughts, you can ask it maybe what it needs. So, you know, if I was feeling a sense of sadness in my body, I could ask, oh, you know, what what do you really need right now? You can put your hand on your heart and acknowledge that this is a moment of suffering and bring deep sense of compassion and kindness to yourself. You know, over the last 20 years that I've been exploring the nature of healing and what is it to be at peace, I really, as I reflect, see that often it comes down to the ability to acknowledge and accept this moment and to bring a deep sense of compassion to what's arising. So much of our suffering is caused by resistance to what our moment-by-moment experience is and real fear and lack of understanding of our emotional states. So when we can begin to build a relationship and have an understanding of our thought processes, of our emotions, things really begin to shift. And of course, you know, when I say, you know, accepting the moment, it doesn't mean that, you know, if we're in a really terrible moment that we don't take action, that's so, so important. We absolutely take action to do what's right, to keep ourselves safe. But it's really this practice of being able to really clearly see and be in the moment to then be able to take wise action. And so really getting to know ourselves and then seeing who we are beyond as well as our biology, but this place of consciousness in which we all reside you know, life becomes really rich because we see the depth and complexity of who we are as human beings and actually really see into the mystery of it all, the mystery of being alive. And life becomes, for me anyway, I've noticed that life becomes so much more meaningful. You know, I can really take joy in in the simplicities of life and cultivate this sense of compassion and and care for the wildness of my thoughts that may arise and really seeing the nature of that helps to begin then this cultivate this real steady confidence in our ability to be with whatever arises whether that's internally or externally, 
you know, and if something externally or internally causes us a lot of grief, well, we then know how to work with the grief. You know, we know how to work with the thinking mind in skillful ways. I think, you know, when I reflect back before I had a mindfulness and compassion practice, I had no understanding really of how to skillfully work with my inner life. And that's absolutely what this training can give us. And this is innate. This is innate within all of us. We all have the capacity to be with our inner life in this way. It just takes training. And out of that training comes this deep understanding. So I'd like to just do a just a minute's sort of breathing space practice with you now. So if you're driving, then please do pause this and come back to it later. And you can just either lower your gaze or close your eyes and come into your body, really feel into the points of contact between your feet, the ground beneath you, the chair, so we're dropping out of the thinking mind and beginning to understand that there's another way of experiencing the world that isn't solely through thought. It's this direct sensory experience of ourselves and the world around us. So we practice dropping into that, getting to know that experience. We're so familiar with our thought processes and seeing the world through that. But what about this other way of being? That's what we can really begin to cultivate here. So just tuning into the felt sense of your body, noticing your breath. Can you settle the mind on your breath for a few moments? If you can't, that's absolutely okay. You might like to choose to focus on your feet or your hands. Choosing what's really right for you and never doing anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. It's just feeling and sensing into your breath, really seeing if you can place all of your attention on that or onto your hands or your feet. Getting to know what it's like to sense, to be in the present, this direct momentary experience. And then see how you can expand your awareness outwards. You can focus it in and then have a set wider sense of your body. And resting there. Sensing all the sensations, the breath. And if you notice your mind wandering off, that's okay. Again, you can label it, ah, oh, planning, problem solving. And then coming back into the felt sense of the body. And then just lifting your gaze, opening your eyes. And just seeing what it's like to take that very small pause to really come home to yourself. Okay, so thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it and maybe feel inspired to explore mindfulness and compassion practices further in terms of really getting to know who you are and how you can best support yourself in your life. 
If you would like to get in touch, I would love to hear about your experiences or if you have any questions at all, then please do let me know. I have an email address, which is carla-joe at wellbeingradio.co.uk. You can find me on Instagram, Carla Joe Garrity. I have a website, which is www.livingheartwisdom.com. So yeah, get in touch and I just really encourage you to just enjoy exploring who you are and and beginning to see maybe that you're not the thoughts or these fleeting emotions, that you're something much, much vaster beyond all of that. And the more we practice, the more we begin to see glimpses of the truth of who we are and are able to see the exquisite beauty of the mystery of it all. Thank you for listening and I look forward to sharing with you again soon. Wellbeing Radio. Conversations for Positive Change. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.